Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special guest. You know him. You love him. He is one third of the earbuds. It's Mike Benner. Hey. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me back. Thank you. And we we had this scheduled for months. We did not just text <laughs> you 30 minutes ago to jump on. You guys knew that Joel Embiid was going to score 50 points. <laughs> right. Heard. The right yeah. before this record. And so you booked me. Yeah. yeah. Joel actually texted us yeah. to say, hey, I'm uh, in a month. Yeah. I'm going to score 50 points. Mm-hmm. Don't have me on the show. Have my boy Mike Benner on the show. He mentioned it, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know. I didn't know I was friends with him. <laughs> this is great. He said a lot of nice things about you, honestly. Yeah, he said he he called you really Philly. I don't know if that's a compliment <laughs> or an insult, but I feel like he might think it's a compliment, but I find it to be an insult. <laughs> That's someone like, from Philly. Yeah. He was like cute dog, uh, funny guy, you know. Yeah. He he had a lot of nice things to say. Yeah. Cute dog, funny guy from a place that is traditionally racist. <laughs> but I play for the city, so yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for jumping on. We had a last minute cancellation. Got used to the idea that it was just going to be a Dunktown just only episode. The three of us, <laughs> as we sang together, as we all sang in unison, <laughs> and then, um, and then you agreed to be on. You, you saved the show. You swooped in at the last second. It's my pleasure. I won't say who I'm replacing, but uh, let's just say I'm a very big letdown. <laughs> <laughs> she'll be on she'll be on later on we'll get her yeah on. it was michelle obama yeah <laughs> <laughs> hmm. she's becoming a nuisance to your booking process <laughs> oh man um so how are you doing <laughs> i'm doing well uh can't complain you know um about as well as anyone can be doing during a pandemic when mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that brings you the most joy is uh, also a thing that causes you stress and anxiety and and makes you upset. That being watching the NBA mm-hmm. uh, continue to put its players at risk. Uh, but you know what? I'm addicted to it. Uh, so I watch every game and I hate myself for it. You well, need it. Honestly, like most addictions, it's not good. Like it's it makes you feel good and bad at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Right double-edged sword yeah that's where that came from that's where someone was addicted to swords yeah (laughs) Yeah. it feels so good but bad yeah it hurts so good to plunge the sword into my body that's where Um, that song hurts so good comes from right right the sword addicted guy wrote that yeah brian adams brian adams right yeah brian adams ryan brian Brian adams I've always thought Ryan and Brian Adams are the same guy. Um, Isn't there also two two different Ryan Adams as well? There's like the one that's like highly problematic and bad, Uh and then there's like a different Ryan Adams. Really? Is there? I think so. Am I? And then there's Brian Adams. I mean, there's just too many Ian Adams kind of guys. (laughs) I mean, Ryan Adams is a very common name. I would not be shocked if that was true. But yeah, one of them's like a creepy weirdo right or what i don't even remember what yeah he's the one that sang that new york song which yeah uh, Frank Sinatra, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah he was a he was a 
a bad husband to Mandy Moore. Yeah, right. That's, that's right. What I'm thinking of. And then also Asshole. like a ton of other singer songwriters came out and yes. were like, he did the same shit to me. Wow. But the guy that sang um, the New York song is the uh, actually the the smart gremlin at the end of Gremlins Two. The new batch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gremlins Two, great movie. Very horny lady gremlin. Um, that's, that's who my dog is named after. Greta, Greta is the name. Greta is the name of the sexy lady gremlin, and that is that is who we named her for. Aw, that's cute. Is Your she, dog is, is sexy. <laughs> She's not horny, uh, but she's sexy. She's aloof, and that's what makes her sexy. Um, yeah, yeah. She's beautiful. And everybody's like Greta for Greta Thunberg, and we're like, no, the the <laughs> the, uh, the sexy lady gremlin that fucks a man like to death at the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It would be weird if you named her after a child. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Who would think that? That's so weird. I have no yeah. idea. Gabe is pulling up images of Greta the Gremlin, and uh, okay. you know, I love her. I love her. Look at her. I've never outfit. seen this movie, but she looks great. Her she outfit fan. is so hot. Yeah, it's like a she's like bikini an Instagram top. model. Like yeah. this is exactly what like every girl on my Instagram feed wears. <laughs> she is um the inspiration uh for the character of cookie on empire mm. <laughs> tarachi p henson showed her stylist a, <laughs> oh a mood my board god of, i of, fucking love cookie she's the she's, best her outfits yeah. are truly like unbelievable she she looks amazing in every fucking episode of that show i agree taraji the best she's amazing big fan I only ever watched it like three times with Gabe and Agata. <laughs> we watched a lot. We watched many episodes <laughs> and it did get very weird and bad. And then that one guy was like, I was oh, attacked. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. That was and weird. everyone was like, no, you weren't. And he was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch the entire first season um, and loved it. It just was a yeah. silly, like soap, soapy show about rap, which I love. And or I the guess songs are good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, the season premiere of season two, like had like marissa tomei like joined the cast and like everything felt weird and crazy and i just was like i'm good i think i got a great experience <laughs> yeah. out of season one i don't need to i think that was the right yeah, yeah just yeah. hold on to the memory of season one don't sully yeah. that i think that was the right move because it yeah it did go downhill more and more <laughs> as you went along but my favorite man. part it's i know it's like a sad uh moment um and it's supposed to be like highly emotional um the more they return to the flashback of um, the kid getting thrown into the trash can, <laughs> like it just became more and more funny. I just kept returning to this like one scene where they just kept throwing a child in a trash can because he wore his mom's high heels. <laughs> like, it just like I think they they did it like twenty times too many. <laughs> it stopped being uh. tragic and started just being hilarious. But I mean, Drip Drop was an iconic oh, yeah. song. Absolutely. Gabe, you want to play a little bit? I don't think Anastasia has heard it. I think I've heard you sing it. Yeah, that's and more likely. Play it, but I do want to hear it right now. So <laughs> it did not come up. Yeah, no. drip drop. You can't just Google Drip Drop. <laughs> Wasn't there a music video? I guess not. Here we go. 
I'm getting flashbacks right now. Trippity drop. <laughs> yes. And then every other song kind of sounded like this song. They just kept yeah. redoing it with new words. Yeah. <laughs> but it's catchy and iconic. I love it. Yeah. Like hit number two. Skip. Scop. <laughs> yeah. Skippity skippity scop. <laughs> Essentially it was. Like there's one yeah, there was one song that he like wrote in prison that was like basically the same like beat. <laughs> yeah. They uh what? they kind of like took a, a, a left turn with like uh, pork chop. <laughs> which was about pork chops. Pork chop, chop porkity chop. Yeah. <laughs> chop. I liked that version. It was yeah. more realistic. Porkity chop. <laughs> um so (laughs) what i don't know (laughs) the sixers are in first place (laughs) what was that helpful the sixers are in first place which means that doc rivers is coaching the all-star game um which is uh you know good for doc rivers also uh i hope you're not particularly at risk. You're old. <laughs> He's old as hell. I know. Why are we sending it? Why are we having an all-star game, guys? Ugh. Listen, I voted yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a half-assed. I got a thought of this as a Thunderdome situation mm-hmm. where you send all these men in, one man leaves. Yes. <laughs> One victor. There's one victor to survive COVID. <laughs> Tina Turner is the host, right? <laughs> Tina Turner from a very safe bubble at yeah. a distance. She's wearing, we like, don't the, need another hero. She's wearing the flaming lips bubble. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I actually so, well, saw from Wayne Coyne. Wayne Coyne's house, right? Yeah. 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 I saw yeah. like a concert being like it was on an Instagram ad or something that was like a concert where everyone in the crowd wears one of those bubbles. That would actually be fun, I think. But you would, I feel like I would, well, I would get very claustrophobic in there. It also would get like misty and like hot. You'd just be sweating. Like, It'd probably smell bad. It would smell disgusting. You'd piss, piss in it. <laughs> yeah, I guess you have right. to. Yeah. Yeah. You piss in it and then you're rolling around in Your it. Your <laughs> beers are just like rolling with you. Beer, piss, beer. Yeah. Just, and then like depending on who the performer is, like you just like might get too horny. Yeah. Like if D'Angelo is performing, like I might get a boner that pops the bubble. And then... <laughs> Damn, sharp boner. Yeah. What, oh, what's going on with it. the end of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about Doc Rivers. Um, actually, let's talk about your t shirts uh, about your little big boy. Oh. Uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, we, as we've established, I'm from Philadelphia. Sixers are my favorite team. Joel Embiid is my favorite player. Uh, you might say he's my favorite little big boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually ran a poll on the Airbuds Twitter account uh, saying what should be Joel Embiid's like MVP campaign slogan, and we had three. Um, we had like three reasonable options, and then um, the fourth was like Joel Embiid, our favorite little big boy, and. Uh, <laughs> That was far and away the winner in the poll. <laughs> and so we went and made t-shirts uh, you know, to celebrate Joel Embiid's MVP campaign, which he's the front runner right now. I know a lot of people are saying LeBron James should be it, but 
<laughs> I don't know. Jo- Joel Embiid is leading him in every statistical category, and they have a better record. Um, uh, and you know, ooh. if everything keeps going in down this path, he should be the MVP. So if you go to yeah. airbuds.bigcartel.com, well, <laughs> you can see the T-shirt we made, which is kind of an homage to the '90s caricature shirts slash '80s weirdo posters that they made. Um, and it says Joel Embiid, our favorite little big boy, and he's dressed. Like Dennis the Menace and dribbling a basketball. He's got his little Oshkosh bagashes <laughs> on. Yeah. And, He's got a, you know, uh, the historically, the Sixers never disappoint and they will continue on this winning streak <laughs> for the you. rest of the season. <laughs> Absolutely. 100% correct. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I did choose them as my East Coast winners mm-hmm. in our predictions. So yeah. mm-hmm. we'll see. I think... Uh, I, I think I was a lot more down on them at the start of the season um, because I just wasn't, I didn't predict Ben Simmons to uh, improve. And for the few first few weeks, he did not, uh, but he's been very good uh, currently not playing. Cause he, I think he has an illness of some sort, hopefully knock on wood. It's uh, not COVID. Um, mm. But uh, I, I'm guessing we would have heard by now if it was, but uh, yeah, he's been playing excellently. He, he had a career high of like 42 the other night. Um, his efficiency has improved. Uh, he's even improved at the free throw line a little bit. I'm very happy with the Sixers and how they're going right now. And the only thing that could stop them is the thing that always stops them, which is catastrophic injuries. Mm. Pesky little injuries. Yep. I feel like every team is injured heavily right now. What's going on other than the Sixers? They don't want to play. I'm guessing. Well, I don't know because like, like Anthony Davis has like a legit injury. Uh, torn butthole. A torn butthole. <laughs> <laughs> D'Angelo Russell has a loose body in his knee. What? what? That mean? I am not sure, a but BB. that's what I read. Alien? Is it an alien? His twin. Like how to get ahead in advertising? He's got a little head growing out of his knee. Oh God. Oh. Okay, I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's. So much chaos. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a a weirdo right now. There's so much chaos energy in the world right now, and like you were predicting, Mike, you're like, okay, the Sixers are getting the wrong coach first of all <laughs> for them, and that chaos energy is gonna destroy them. But it didn't. It actually, like, I think they're like flourishing in that chaos energy and every other team is not flourishing. They're like not doing well. That's actually a very interesting point because um, I feel like on paper, the Sixers shouldn't be better than they were last year. Um, I guess the only real major change is Doc Rivers coming in and everyone was like, Doc Rivers is going to unlock Tobias Harris. And I was just like, that is so fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> but look, I'm Tobias Harris is playing like an all-star right now. He has a legit shot at being a, an all-star reserve. And uh, I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. I didn't understand how Doc Rivers would take basically the same exact team as last year and uh, make them good. Um and they weren't bad last year. They just weren't like an actual contender. But now it feels like they are mostly, you know, them and the Nets. So the two favorites come out of the East. Wow. Also, I think I just, I, I resent Doc Rivers a little bit for um, fostering a, uh, a a bad player environment in, in the Clippers for so long. And I I wanted so bad to love the Clippers. And, and then I would have to watch Chris Paul <laughs> 
bicker with Blake Griffin and Doc Rivers go play golf instead of <laughs> run practice. And uh, so I just was like, I don't want that in Philly, but I guess it's working. I mean, he already won a championship, so he knows how to do it. True. Yeah, maybe it's just like, it's that thing where you don't know how chemistry is going to work until you put people together. And like, you know, sometimes you're like, I am so not into that guy over there. But then like you start talking with them and all of a sudden you're, you're making kissing, out yes. and like you're touching his butt and you're like, what is happening yeah. right now? I was like, are we doing this? <laughs> that is Doc with the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm definitely in the butt-touching stage with Doc <laughs> at the moment. I'm reaching around. Look, I love him. I thought, you know, the last se- the last Clipper season was a bummer for sure. But before that, we were having fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think he's a very specific type of coach. And, like, he's maybe not the best with, like, personality management or whatever. But... Maybe that's maybe they don't need that because they're already friends. The Sixers. I think uh, I tend to think that like they're he's better with like people that are that don't need to be motivated. Yeah. Um, It felt like last year, like the Clippers were, you know, the the favorites to win the or the West uh, at the beginning of the season, or at least you know one A one B with the Lakers. but then it felt like the team was completely unmotivated. Like he won a yeah. championship with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Like three guys that famously don't need anybody to like force them to get in the gym and shoot. Right. Um, it felt like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George last year needed a reason to show up. Well, and, and there was like the old guard versus new stars kind yeah. of dynamic. Yeah. So, and the Sixers just like, They've been together for a while. They seem to like each other. Like they've got people on the team who are the sort of motivators of the team already. What do you think Seth Curry is kind of the major one of the major additions to the Sixers right. this year, which is Doc Rivers' son-in-law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine playing. I, I grew up in a family business. Um and uh I've only almost killed <laughs> my family a million times and they've almost <laughs> killed me a million times. I can't imagine what it's like to like have your father-in-law as your boss. It would suck. Yeah. I, I was, but it's, that's not as weird as him and Paul George. That's, that was weirder. That was weird. Yeah. I wonder Paul, if that had anything to do with like the lack of chemistry last year. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Paul was just like, Hey, I want to talk about fucking your daughter. And he was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. How was it? Yeah, tell me also, the details. Doc was not good at coaching his own son. Mm, so don't you? Yeah. I think actually this is perfect because too close to it. The you know it, if he and his own son didn't do terribly well, Austin Rivers didn't do terribly well together. But then he's got this like son-in-law relationship that might be better than his relationship with his actual son, you know? Like, just for example, I was previously married. My ex-husband did not get along terribly well with his father. I got along fine with his father. (laughs) Right. So, you know. You didn't have to grow up with him. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, I am recently married and um not Do you want to talk shit about your in-laws? Yeah, they listen. No, no, no. My, my, my <laughs> wife and her sisters have fantastic relationships with their parents, but like when I'm around, like I'm the shiny new object and like they only mm. want to like talk about like how I'm good at this thing or that thing or like whatever. How, or like when they're talking to Deborah, they're just like, how's Mike? Is he like, is he doing this thing or that? And like, she's just kind of like, you know, oh, they like him more than Aww. me now. <laughs> but what? I think it's just that I'm the new shiny guy. I'm the, yeah. I'm, I'm brand new. I've right. been with these people for like 30 plus years. <laughs> they know everything about each other. You're yeah. You've got a whole new deck of cards. Exactly. That's also, the saying that we yeah. are all aware of. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you call it out when you could just have laughed? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, um, Seth seems fun. I want him as my son-in-law. He seems cool. Yeah, I don't know. He seems fine. He's on my fantasy team, so I like. He seems him. a little more chiller than uh, than Steph. I think. Yeah, I mean, he's got little little brother vibes. He's less horny. <laughs> we don't know that. He's just we less vocal that. about it. Yeah, well, he's that- less publicly horny. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't eaten his wife's toes through a zebra mask yet. But maybe we'll <laughs> oh, find <God>. that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Steph Curry, man, he's done some freaky shit in public that, like, we has. just kind of let go. It's because he's super Christian. Yeah, that's what so he's got to be a freak, like in the in bed. Right, but I also don't think I can't see Seth like taking his mouth guard out and whipping it at people the way Steph has done multiple times. Mm. Do you think there's just like a, a line of spit that just flies in the air and hits everyone? It's the most disgusting thing. Like and, and even now, like especially like he's still dangling that fucking mouth guard out of his mouth and touching it all the time, like in COVID times. Like it's crazy. Yeah, to me. that's gross. I yeah. have to say I relate because I have a problem. I have a problem that I think he probably has as well, where it's like an oral manual fixation, where I am constantly touching my mouth or biting my cheek or something, and. It sucks during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to have this urge to constantly touch your mouth. Um, but I do. And I, it's hard to get. I I sucked my thumb for a really long time as a kid. I then bit my nails after I learned to stop sucking my thumb. And then learned how to stop biting my nails. And now I just can't stop. Mm. Is it because you want to breastfeed? It's because I want that titty. <laughs> <laughs> You missed the titty. <laughs> I missed the titty. Oh, I missed the titty. <laughs> I think Why the can't solution... we just go back to the titty, you guys? <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, I think you and Steph should both start smoking. I think that would solve everything. I mean, yeah. that was another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Steph Curry has ever smoked a cigarette? Maybe. Maybe in college. I could see once. him smoking, sneaking a few. Yeah. You, do you think yeah. he does now? Everyone, no. like no, when he's no, stressed no, no, out? No, 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 no. I don't think so. I don't think, yeah. I just think, I think that, that it's affects like, his game too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can see he's like very Christian and we like came, was like raised very Christian. I feel like it's like a very easy, simple Christian way to rebel once you're like 19 years old. It's like, I'm going to smoke a few cigarettes and see if I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that's probably true. I can see that. Makes sense. I could see him also when he's like 60 
picking up smoking. <laughs> I mean, by the time he's 60, like the world like might literally be ending. <laughs> like, then we should all pick up smoking. I'm, I'm doing down. something damaging to my body for sure. <laughs> Do you think after the pandemic, I think people are going to go one of two ways. They're either going to become super hermits or they're going to like have orgies and shit. They're going to just go wild. It's going to be the roaring 20s. Yeah, that's true. Flapper dresses. Do, do, Charleston. Prohibition. <laughs> secret fucking. Everyone's secret fucking. Have you guys been on the Spanky's email list? What? <laughs> no. Okay. So early early in the uh, the pandemic, probably around like April, May, um, I don't know how I wound up on this, but like me and like random, like a random scant selection of like other friends started being like what the fuck is his spanky's email list and it was like a, <laughs> some kind of list that like you i got put on i don't know by who i don't know who spanky is or what they're running but they were doing um <laughs> spanky's was running underground covid raves oh, and oh shit they uh their whole like justification and reasoning for it was that like this is like prohibition and it's our duty to like, just like the people that were running speakeasies and partying underground, we need to party. Also, like, it's yeah. all very safe. Like, we're doing social distance. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it just was like, I, I, I became obsessed with it briefly because, you know, I've got a lot of free time during the pandemic. And I started trying to like play detective to figure out who Spanky is. Um, <laughs> I emailed, uh, S- several people affiliated with like i just was yeah i have i've i've made no ground mm. spanky if you're listening to this please hit me up uh i want to i want to talk i thought you um, were going to expose spanky yeah i thought it was going to happen right now <laughs> you're going to pull a mask off of someone this is me <laughs> asking for information for any listener out there that might know who spanky is or if you've been to a spanky's rave please reach out to me i want to know all about it I think our friend Mike said that he was on this list and he was getting weird rave emails. Really? Yeah. Other, Ma- other Mike. Maybe it's like a production thing. I don't know. I have but- two theories about how I wound up in it. I think it's uh, either there's a um, someone in like the LA comedy scene is highly involved because that seems to be a common thread amongst a lot of people I know who are getting the Spanky's emails. <laughs> Or it is this, I, I suspect it is like literally this one rapper dude I know. <laughs> and I won't give any more details than that, but I, I he fits the profile of Spanky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've done a whole like profile like the FBI does for serial killers. <laughs> you have like a drawing of what you think he looks <laughs> <Yeah>. like. <laughs> He's and it's a like two uh, things. male yeah. between... <laughs> It's like the profile is entirely has my email and, <laughs> and feels like it's him. <laughs> That's the whole profile. Um, this sounds like a new true crime podcast. Yeah. I think we got to really investigate this. Let's do a six part series with Dunktown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We'll get serial involved. Why yeah, not? Perfect. <laughs> So much happens in a week and we can't possibly talk about all of it. So we like to wrap it up in a little segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on The Mentalist. Basketball. (sighs) The Mentalist. Great show. I've never seen it. (laughs) Me neither. All right. All-star starters are announced with captains LeBron and KD set to draft their teams on March 4th. 
Pistons Blake Griffin and Cavs Andre Drummond sit on the bench as their respective teams figure out trade locations for them. Barnacles! Anthony Davis to miss four weeks after aggravating a previous Achilles injury. (laughs) DeMar DeRozan posts a touching tribute to his late father on Instagram. LeBron James becomes the fastest player to reach 35,000 points as he vies for the coveted all-time most points donkey. <laughs> Jarrett Allen gets pumped about the Perseverance rover landing on Mars. Let's look at Jarrett Allen's tweets. Got to watch it launch in July. Now got to see it land today. Hashtag countdown to Mars. <laughs> Hell yeah. Elon Musk is not involved in this, right? No. Okay, hell yeah. (laughs) I can enjoy it then. Um, This is from Chris uh, Feeder. Hashtag Cavs, Jared Allen, without any other context. Quote, I'm a huge space guy. (laughs) Says he rushed home from practice to watch coverage of the Mars landing. I love so I don't want to be I don't want to be uh, nitpicky, but that sounds like a lot of context for something without any context. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like, it was like in the middle of another conversation. Yeah. He was just like, maybe, "I'm yeah. huge space guy," and darted off. Yeah, without any other context, he said, "I'm a huge space guy," and then proceeded to give all the context necessary to understand <laughs> what he meant. <laughs> he really just loves like the container store and like making space in his closet. <laughs> He wasn't talking about Mars at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I find, I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. I like I'd Jared say if Allen. he's such a big space guy, he'd uh, pick up a uh, jumper and add some spacing to the floor. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Burned. Just oh, kidding. No. I do he, love Jared Allen, but like he does that. not have a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> I read he also builds computers. I thought that was cool. Okay, now he's a fucking nerd. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> if Gabe thinks he's cool, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe got really excited. Oh, Pentium processors. Oh, Jared Allen's cool. <laughs> Let's look at the um, all-star lineup. Oh, wait. Before we do that, I do want to say I watched footage from Mars uh, from the rover. It actually was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I, yeah. saw, cool. I saw it too. It was very cool. We yeah. all enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. I just love that it's not Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, fuck Elon. Seriously. I mean, because this is an actual scientific um, endeavor. It's not a vanity rocket. Like an Elon jizz (laughs) project. Yeah. That's all he launches. Vanity rocket is a great phrase. That's my indie rock band's name. Yeah. All right, starters for the West. LeBron, Steph Curry, Luca, Nikola, and Kawhi. Um, I know a lot of people were mad about Luca, which, um, you know, people are going to just be mad about Luca. That's their thing. Uh huh. They think he doesn't deserve it. They're wrong. Uh, he deserves to be an yeah. all star, but it's just like kind of like, you know, it, 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 Dame should have. I mean, look, you count half half this the starters uh are the fan vote, and that's why he won. Um, or he won the starting slot. Dame will be a reserve. Uh, but you know, I think it's just gonna motivate Dame. He's he's been the most under respected, underrated player who's been like 
incredibly good for pretty much his whole career. Um, I love him. I think he's great. He's having a better year than Doncic on a better team. Uh, that's why people are mad. But you know, but they, also like, why get mad? Who who the fuck cares? Exactly. Who cares? Why? First of all, why get mad at Luca? Like the process of picking all stars is the problem. Get mad at that. Yeah. And then second of all, this is a bullshit thing in a bullshit season. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid and meaningless in many ways. Um, and what's on the East? Yeah. Let's look at the East. <laughs> let's look at this fucking roster. <laughs> fucking stupid ass stupid all-star game and this stupid fucking season. Okay. We got Durant and Bede, Irving, uh, Beal, and Giannis. Uh, I do like that Bradley Beal got his Me spot too. finally. Yeah, so shout out Bradley Beal. Yeah. I love Jamel him. Johnson is going to be very happy about that. Oh. He's probably dead. He hasn't heard from, the news yet? He probably found out and immediately died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Jamel. Um, all the proceeds of the shirts at airbuds.bigcartel.com are going to Jamel's funeral. Uh, I, I just fucking love that. And yeah. I, love, I love his fucking girlfriend who's always like tweeting about how he so deserves cute. more. Yeah. That's that's the kind of love God. I want, you know? I want a wife like that so bad. Is it his wife? A uh, girlfriend. Oh. But they have kids they're, together. They're engaged, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. Partner. Yeah. Let's Beyonce. just say partner. Oh, wait. Okay. No, no, no. They might have gotten married because I think she has Beale in her Twitter name, right? Mm. Maybe it was recent. Yeah. Who knows? Well, either way, I want her to be my wife and take my last name because <laughs> I want her fighting for me on Twitter. <laughs> Someday. So sweet. How do you guys feel about Kyrie Irving uh, making the team? I think that was a slightly controversial pick, but people yeah. kind of moved on quickly uh, because, you know, he took kind of some time off for mental health, uh, which I, I mean, say, go for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm conflicted. He's, yeah, I, who else? I think he does a lot of good. I think him going to that party was very fucked up. I think, I think, Yeah whatever he shouldn't have been on there but i'm also there's probably someone else that should have been but also i i kind of just feel like again this is the process they have fans mm -hmm. voting they have it should just be coaches and players voting maybe i don't know i think part of getting people excited about the game and actually watching is the fact that they voting gives them an impression of having some kind of investment. Mm. Uh, I will say apart from Kyrie, um, you know, whatever controversy he's had around his, uh, his performance this season, uh, he is averaging 28, five and five. Like he's having an yeah. all-star season. He deserves right. to be a starter for sure. Even though he missed like six or seven games or whatever it was. Uh, he's playing incredible. Also, um, I, I like Kyrie and yeah. like he's definitely yeah. all star caliber. So, yeah, but you just tacitly endorsed him going to a party during during a pandemic. Yeah, so, you did yeah. say that. I yeah. did. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You said you like Kyrie, which means you like everything he does. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think he should go to more parties. I think he should <laughs> throw some parties. I'm having a party for him. I don't know if he'll show, but <laughs> no. we'll see. I'll let you guys know. Thank you. Can I come? No. Okay. <laughs> I get. I understand. It's just Anastasia uh, alone in her apartment with a gun, waiting for Kyrie to show up. <laughs> exactly. That's the party. Three, three yeah. people invited. Oh. Me, my gun, and oh my god! Oh my god! You guys. Okay. Chips is making an exit out of his crate. We forgot to mention this, but I got a got a dog. I got a Yay. dog, and I have a. Oh my god! I have a 
camera watching him and he has been in his crate since he arrived and he's finally i scattered kibble all over the floor (laughs) can you guys see he's finally coming out he's like curiously sniffing i don't know if you can see that can you he just looks like a tiny little blur to me but i i love him already he's the cutest dog I've ever seen in, in my life. It's kind of like watching like a groundhog emerge on Groundhog Day. Yeah. Will Aww. he go back in? Agata's going to have uh, a floor covered in kibble for two more weeks. <laughs> oh my God. He's, he looked right at the camera. He's looking at the camera. I think he can... Because the camera will like move a little bit when it's because it follows him around so he can hear the sound. Oh my God. He's very handsome. He, this has become an all chips podcast yeah. by the way that's the dog's name his name's chips i am i did record some footage we're gonna release a patreon video of uh you know going to get him at the at the airport his the, first couple oh, weeks the union uh him getting used to everything and why did you wait i'm sorry did, did you why did you just say the word union so derisively like you spit it out of your <laughs> mouth are you a union buster <laughs> I hate I hate unions and I hate the union between Agata and her cute little dog. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, it and I'm like pro like parties. Yeah. <laughs> he just stuck his head out and then he went back in. Okay. Aww. Yeah. We got we got a little we got a little peek up. We got a little peek. I should have taken He's a gonna photo. nap some more. Yeah. The he flew from Korea, okay? He's had a long fucking He's jet lagged. 24 hours. He went from Busan to Korea to LA. Yeah. To our hearts. Imagine you taking that trip. You'd be tired. <laughs> yeah. Stop judging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're thinking, hmm, why is he so tired? Imagine that. Look, I just want to yes, clarify. He was wearing a mask for the entire <laughs> flight. <laughs> I just want to clarify. I'm actually pro union. I was in a union <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> I love unions. We should have more of them. Uh, Podcasters should unionize. Oh, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Anyways, let's all unionize (laughs) against the uh, employer that's paying us nothing. Yeah, the (laughs) no money that we get. We're uh, God and I are in a union against Gabe. (laughs) That's true. Oh, right. (laughs) We pick it on Zoom every once in a while. Anyways, Gabe, uh, Gabe does not enjoy this joke for some reason. No, I'm not. I'm not in charge. <laughs> we, Chips, Uncle is. Daddy Gabe. <laughs> yeah, Chips. Chips is the new new boy in town. Yeah. Hey, Aww. since you brought up our that we're doing a Patreon video, do you guys want to do a segment inside a segment? Sure, sure. Because we have a new segment. Hell yeah! Do you want to intro? Oh, 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 oh. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking talking about? about. This is insane. Okay. So we're going to start highlighting the best and funniest comments made by our brilliant and hilarious members of our Cutie Nation Discord. Um, They're honestly the best. And uh, we just want to share with you some of the amazing stuff that they say, you know? So this week's comment is from... This is the comment of the week, by the way, is the name of the segment. (laughs) It's the Cutie Nation comment of the week. (laughs) No, Gabe, if you're going to... You might as well just do it. it yourself. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, maybe this fucking Gabe's segment then. Yeah, we can't all read your mind, Gabe. No, no, my fault, my fault. (laughs) Cutie Nation comment of the week. 
Do you have a boy? <laughs> well, we gotta get another one. We'll get another one. <laughs> okay. This week's comment um, of the week. This week's comment of the week <laughs> is from Jeez. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm so sorry. Uh, a very active cutie in our Discord. J E I E S. Um, and the comment is, I hope poor Yuda gets in touch with Brandon Knight and Chris Dudley on how to deal with a globally televised murder. This is on the, this is a comment on the amazing dunk that Anthony Edwards, baby Anthony Edwards did. Let's take a look at that dunk. Timberwolves will take off a little bit of time here. Ooh, they were lucky that wasn't turned over. Anthony Edwards, that time he does finish. It's so high. <laughs> the sound of it is just reverberating through the stadium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beautiful he's, photo. He's like, there's your man. Oh, poor Yuta. I feel bad for Yuta. He's great on the Raptors. Um, very nice seeming guy, but. Anthony Edwards straddles him and rides him like a pony all the way down to the court. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, well, shout out uh, also to uh, J-E-I-E-E-S or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm on the, the, the Cutie Discord and uh, yeah. I've never known how to pronounce that name either, but uh, yeah, hit very us active up. and good on the Discord. Yeah. Um, yeah, give us a call at our hotline and and just pronounce it. Just say, yeah, say yeah. it. Send us a voice note um, so we know for sure. I'm gonna I guess it's like French Jace. or something. I don't know. Yeah, Jace. Jace. Um, <laughs> to call to put that in the realm of Chris Dudley makes me sad because when Shaq dunked on Chris Dudley, um, it was like it was an after the play like shove that Shaq did like have you guys seen that video yeah yeah Yeah. Um, let's watch it just for fun right now Gabe (laughs) yeah because it's one of the most disrespectful dunks of all time maybe oh boy we love a disrespectful drunk in this house yeah Yeah, I, I think you know new new listeners to Dunktown may not know but there was a period of time where we would just get together and watch compilations of disrespectful dunks. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Let's watch this. So yeah, Chris Dudley uh, defending Shaq in the post. Shaq is just having his way. Dunk, two-handed dunk. Oh. Lands crotch, crotch height in Chris ah. Dudley's face. <laughs> Shoves like Chris Dudley to the ground. Chris Dudley gets up, throws the ball. He Fuck looks- you! He's screaming fuck you at him. Yeah. He straddles Chris Dudley's face and, and kind of humps yeah. his face and then pushes him to the ground. And Shaq's looking like, huh? What? He's like, what? I didn't. What, who what, are you? What What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't notice anything. <laughs> Was someone there? Damn. Chris Dudley today is like a MAGA idiot. Oh, um, no. And oh. I'm pretty sure you can trace it all the way back to this moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was radicalized by Shaq's dick. Yeah. <laughs> In the camera angle, Shaq is shoving him to the left, but I think, you know, it's actually to the right. Like, he shoved him. (laughs) Ideologically. Maybe that's why Shaq shoved him. Maybe he was like, oh, this is a fucking, like... He knew what was going on. Racist loser. Racist piece of shit. So what makes me feel bad is, like, being compared to that is that, like, Chris Dudley was, like, unathletic, just in over his head, um... 
like just was always going to get destroyed by Shaq in yeah. that moment. Uh, Yuda, uh, he was the help defense. He came over. He was like in a position of weakness. He didn't even have to try to contest, but he he just was like, "Fuck, I gotta, I gotta contest." He gave it but his he, best shot. He gave it his best shot. Um, also, technically, if you watch that video, and there are uh, plenty of Toronto Raptors fans that are tweeting about it, uh, Anthony Edwards was out of bounds at the start of that drive. He put his foot out of bounds. Yeah. So people were like, the dunk shouldn't even count. But it's like also like that's the fucking dorkiest defense. <laughs> <laughs> his toe was over the line. Yeah. It was it was funny this morning because f- for whatever reason, there's a lot of Raptors fans in our Twitter feed and same and I love them. Bless them, you know, mm-hmm. but it was really funny this morning seeing all of the tweets being like, Oh, Sad. I'm sorry, yeah. but out of bounds, you know, <laughs> yeah. or lots of people just being like upset. Yeah. Sad. This is fucked yeah. up. Why is this gotta be on you? Why, yeah. Why is this happening to me specifically? <laughs> <laughs> I do um, like Yuta Watanabe though. He's uh I think he's going to be a very good role player and a very handsome uh he's a cutie. Very, very he's a cutie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um just to wrap up that segment, if you want to get your comment as the comment of the week, you should definitely sign up for our Patreon. patreon.com/dunktown. Hell yeah. Um, also, get in that Discord. We have so much fun in there. We've got a couple goals coming up um, where if we make it to 100 patrons, uh, which we're, we're so close, then we'll do a live watch along to Blake Griffin's upcoming prank show, Double Cross with Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch it together. It's going to be I so I did not know fun. that was a thing. It's coming up very soon. So... Please subscribe so that you can uh, watch along with us. That's gonna be fun. And then if can we I, make it, can I hop on uh, to yes, the, the video and help and help commentate a little bit? <laughs> sure, have little cameos. Great <laughs> to help uh, talk about Blake's uh, new career. Help talk about if- Blake. Uh, b- b- wading into what is maybe the worst genre of television possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the greats. You've got. You've got Jamie Kennedy. You've Ashton got Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. You've got yeah. uh, uh, the impractical rid- joke, ridiculousness <laughs> guy. Chance the What's rapper. His? Chance the rapper. Chance rebooted the rapper. Punked. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh, Rob. What's the ridiculous? Rob Deerdick. Yeah. I don't think that's a prank. That's a clip show. He's, that's not really yeah, a prank show. He's not show. really doing any of the work. He's just screaming at the TV screen yeah. that's yeah. showing it. But also, then, uh, Jamel Johnson's employer. <laughs> he yeah. likes for ridiculousness. Yeah. Also, I'm a big fan. Hey, Robin Big. <laughs> that, come show, on. that show I mean, is Robin on Big, yeah. like 23 and a half hours a day on MTV. <laughs> so he, they must be making so much money. Not Jamal. Well, not Jamal. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of unions, my favorite thing to be, uh, there's a lot of people that were like, because someone like posted a screenshot of the MTV schedule and saw ridiculousness like all over it. Yeah. And someone like tweeted at Jamal something like, Damn, Jamel, your residuals must be fucking crazy. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to start the rumor that Jamel is really rich. <laughs> Off this MTV show that is non-union and does not pay residuals. Oh, no. That yeah. fucking sucks. Oh, my God. That fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean. But it's still I, my favorite I, thing. Is like, Jamel's rich, guys. <laughs> I'm mad about that just because I want MTV to be playing the challenge at all times or like mm, old yeah. school MTV shows, like right. reality shows. I just want it on a loop, but they had said like 
or I don't remember who it was. I think I saw it on Twitter that somebody was like, they've tried out a bunch of stuff and people just want to watch that show. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. all of their attempts to like replace it with other content, it's like the viewership drops. So they just shove more of that show in everywhere they can. Yeah. Yeah. Agata, we uh we're overdue for a uh a talk about the challenge, I feel like. This season's been great. Yeah, it has been. Oh, maybe we yep. could do an uh Patreon episode about it. Yeah. I I join in on that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You it could be a crossover buds. Michael just You're- replace me. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait, what? I'm saying it's a crossover up. We're trading uh, me for Stumptown. Anastasia oh. for a week. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll, and then Jamel and I will talk about like Madam Secretary or something. <laughs> <laughs> he can do that. He got really into the the new, the reboot of Magnum PI this past oh week. My he binged God. all of it. <laughs> yeah. I tease him a lot about his love for Madam Secretary. Yeah. And then, uh, well, anyways, anyways, back to uh, the most important thing. If we make it to 125 patron, patrons, we patrons patrons will patriots <laughs> these are we, real patriots um we'll do a live opening night watch along to space jam 2 hell yeah Ooh. featuring a special guest who we won't announce yet because we don't know if this is gonna too happen juicy. too juicy oh, wait that's going to um it's gonna be on hbo max right yeah yeah are you guys getting michael jordan yes I honestly, actually, I would pay maybe a thousand dollars to like hear a live commentary track of Michael Jordan watching the <laughs> LeBron Space Jam. What would he yeah. same? What would he say? He would hate it he, so fucking yeah, much. Yeah, I think everyone's yeah. gonna hate it. To yeah. be honest, uh, he's watching it, it like on his iPad. Huh? Yeah, he's watching on an iPad and going like, yeah. like, and then and then that's what motivated me yeah. <laughs> to do Space Jam three. Yeah. The man needs a TV. Okay, he can't watch everything on his iPad. <laughs> but I mean, imagine if it's worth a thousand dollars to uh, listen to Michael Jordan talk about Space Jam. To it's got to be worth five dollars for you guys to hear Agata and Anastasia talk about it with a special fucking guest. Yeah, exactly. Imagine yeah. how special. And then it's even specialer than that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't build it up so much. No, it's I not mean, anyone famous. We'll say that. Yeah. But it will be fun. It is someone we love. Someone we love that will have some fun tidbits. Exactly. All right. Shall we move on to Mail Basket? Well, I just wanted to say, like, now we're, we have to end Common of the Week and then we have to end. Oh, we're in previously a pod and ba- a pod and a pod. Essentially. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. So, oh, into this cinnamon uh, roll. did you guys forget about the goal of um, Gabe, uh, Gabe showing ass at 150 subscribers? <laughs> <laughs> Ass and taint is what we... Yeah. (laughs) No balls, you freaks. No (laughs) balls. Um, That was our cutie comment of the week. (laughs) And that's the end of previously on basketball, (laughs) which we've never said before. (laughs) Uh, RIP to DeMar DeRozan's dad, by the way. That was very sad. Oh, I love DeMar so much. Secretly um, having an incredible season. I hope he, he gets all-star consideration because he's uh, he's been very good. He's a evergreen cutie. Yep. There, I saw a really cute gif. One of our many um, Raptors fans on our Twitter feed posted a really cute gif of 
Kyle Lowry smiling. They're sitting on the bench. He's smiling super big right into the camera. And he grabs DeMar DeRozan's head and turns it so that he's looking in the camera too. And they both are like smiling. It's just Aww. so sweet. They are, I think. I mean, look, Toby and Bobby are going to get all the press, but uh, <laughs> Kyle and Damar is maybe the most pure, nice friendship in the league. One of I the think. best friendships. Yeah. Very cute of all time. All right, let's move on to Mailbasket. You got mail. Today we have an email from Greg, a.k.a. It's Greg on the Cutie Nation Discord. The subject is a short shorts follow-up featuring Bill Walton. Hi, Dunktown. I hope this isn't too much short shorts content for the mailbag. Impossible. Uh, <laughs> but somehow I don't think that will be a problem. I thought you'd enjoy this deep dive from Blazers beat writer Casey Holdall last season into the team's short length, featuring some insight from Bill Walton. We'll have the link to the article in the show notes for this episode. There's some wonderful tidbits in here. Here's a quote. If anything, they were too much, said Walton of short length during his time in Portland. I'm a beach boy from San Diego. We get dressed in the parking lot. The less we had, the better. Uh, another he wants qu- to play naked, it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> another quote. Michelangelo drew the sketch of the human body. Arms stretched out. The angles, perfection, said Walton. You look at the perfection of everything. You have to wear clothes. So get clothes that fit and allow you to be your best at all times. Amen. Wow. Amen. Um, Gary Trent Jr., one of Portland's primary short, short devotees. The shorter, the better, in my opinion. Don't feel so baggy. Able to go between the legs and do moves better. And it just looks better, cleaner. Yeah. Agreed. Kent Bazemore wears the shortest shorts on the team and by a considerable margin. Trying to set an example for the younger people, said Bazemore. That's what I've always done. Always worn high shorts. I like my knees to be free, kind of sit down in a stance. Show those quads. Unfortunately, Dame likes to wear longer shorts, but you can't win them all. <laughs> Love the show. Thanks for doing what you do. Here's a picture of my dog, Babe, with a basketball. Let's look at it. I love Babe. Best, Greg. Oh, Babe. So cute. I've seen that dog in the, di- the, yeah. the Discord. Yeah. She's a, she's a regular. So um, she's got a cute salt and pepper little snout. Cute. Yeah. Um, Very sweet. Yeah, I... This is an old article, obviously, because some of these guys aren't on the Blazers anymore, but... I love it. I love the research that went into this. Yes. Seriously. Look at these photos. I mean, thigh me abound. Beautiful. (laughs) Exactly what we're about. Um, We love it. If you guys want to join the Short Shorts Nation, you can always get a t-shirt or a mug or something from our tea public. Get a mouse pad, a notebook. (laughs) Uh, Can I highlight a, a grave injustice real quick, though? Sure. Yeah. So uh, we over at Airbuds are, are short, short enthusiasts as well. Um, not only for NBA players, you know, we love to see the thigh meet, but also uh, for WNBA players. Yeah. Um, now, here's what's messed up is that uh, NBA players, you, you mentioned that in that article, I highlighted that Ken Bazemore has the shortest shorts out of everyone. Um by a wide margin. That's because they have like people tailoring custom tailoring uniforms to them. The WNBA just has standardized sizings. Right. And so if you watch a player that wants to wear uh, short shorts, you'll notice that they're rolling them up mm-hmm. the way that like high school volleyball players do. Right. Uh, it is such a fucking travesty that we can't just have the same tailor for the same. Like, why can't the Lakers tailor 
just make some spark shorts for uh, anyone that wants to wear them high. Yeah. Or just like, you don't have to have a tailor on staff. Just send the shorts at the beginning of the season to get them tailored. I mean, it's just, it seems ridiculous that they can't afford. It's not that expensive for tailoring. No. It's like crazy to me that like we have to watch WNBA players like already we know about the pay disparity and and, and everything and mm-hmm. all the ridiculous justifications for that um, that just don't make sense. But then like they have to look like they're a high school team. Like they have to like twist their jersey arms or like roll their shorts mm-hmm. up. Like just get them fucking clothes that fit. Plus I've heard I've heard uh, comments of people saying like their jerseys aren't that comfortable. Like. They just they're they're generally like less comfortable in their uniforms than the NBA players are. So it's a bummer. Absolutely. I agree. Uh uh just want to shout out um Shanae Ogumake, classic short shorts cutie. Oh, short shorty all star. <laughs> <laughs> um if you want to send us something, you can email us at hiadunk.town or leave a message on our cutie hotline, 903-420-dunk. And ask us a question tell us about what's going on with you whatever it is we'll we'll read it probably on the show we're always looking for new stuff yeah come on uh let us know like about a cool hat you bought (laughs) we we're always looking for a cool hat um mike thank you for dropping everything to be on our show at the last second uh is there anything you want absolutely my pleasure it's always a pleasure to, to come to dunktown um thank you yeah, uh, the t-shirts we mentioned before, the limited edition Joel Embiid favorite little big boy shirts. Uh, sizes are running out already, so uh, go to airbuds.bigcartel.com. Um, and then, yeah, just listen to Airbuds. Me and Peter and Jamel, uh, regular guests here on Ducktown, uh, just chop it up uh, about b- basketball every week. Um, it's usually just Peter and Jamel being wildly stoned and me trying to uh, corral them. Um <laughs> But it's a fun time. I don't know. People like it. Everyone should oh. join your Patreon, too, because you guys have a, a very fun Discord as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Uh, but join Dunktown's first. Don't join ours. Look, we got to get Gabe's ass on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants that. It's our ass and taint. Yeah. No. Ass and taint. No balls. <laughs> no balls. Um, Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? Yes, there is. Um, okay. <laughs> <do it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's, she's like pulling out a speech. Look, it's because I can't. I have a list of various plugs, and then when I plug them, I cross them off because I can't fucking remember anything ever. Um, but I have kind of a twofold plug. First, um, there's a podcast I really love. It's called Celebrity Book Club. Chelsea Devantes, who is so funny, so pretty, so talented. She um, essentially reads a celebrity autobiography and then with a guest, they talk about it. And this week, they talk about Gabrielle Union's uh, autobiography called We're Going to Need More Wine. So twofold plug, read Gabby Union's book. It's so good and so funny. And then listen to the podcast episode about it uh, and you're just going to have a good time. You're going to love it. The All title right. sounds like though, like a poster you would get at Marshall's. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wine like mom in, shirt for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it kind of makes sense in the, in the book because 
the way that she writes the book, it's like, we're just a couple of gals gabbing together, you know? She's great. I love her. Agata, do you have a plug? Yeah, I want to plug this new show I started watching called The Bridge. It's a reality show on HBO Max about uh, a bunch of people who are dropped off on an island in Wales, I think. And they are like living like in a cabin and they have to like build a bridge to get to this like island in the middle of a lake. And then, and the prize is a hundred thousand pounds, but only one person can win it. <laughs> they all have to build the bridge, but only one. What the fuck? I don't That's know. That's the premise of that show. Yes, it's insane. I've seen it pop up, and I've been like, "What is?" I've just like scrolled by it. That sounds incredible. It's amazing. I, I mean, I'm a big reality show fan. I, it's shot really beautifully. It's like very engaging and fun. I recommend it. Are the people all Welsh? Uh, no, there's like people from like England, Ireland. There's an American girl who's super annoying. Of course. <laughs> she, yeah. So they don't all have those like terrible Welsh accents no. where you can't I understand a, a word they're saying. No. Oh, you would. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. That's my fucking. And- uh, my, my horrible personality loves horrible accents. <laughs> Gabe, do you have any plugs? Uh, sure. Uh, I've plugged this on the show a couple of times before, but, uh, I'm going to do it again. Fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I, co-signed. what a piece of shit. Um, every week it's relevant. Um, <laughs> sign up for our Patreon. We're having some fun. We're having new stretch goals. It's going to be a great time in that cutie nation discord. You want to be part of it. You want some laughs, some friends. You want to see <laughs> photos of chips? Oh my god! All of the chips content is going to be there first. Oh boy, <laughs> cutest cutie that ever lived. Thank you to all of you for coming on this journey with us. As always, we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's Patreon.com/slash/Dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design. And thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description.